This is episode 107 with the co-founder and managing partner of Paul's Studios, Jeff Ono. Welcome to the Path to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Wes Barefoot, where it's my mission to help aspiring entrepreneurs and existing business owners take control of their lives and create freedom for themselves through business ownership. Each episode, I'll be exploring the strategies and tactics of other successful entrepreneurs that have created freedom in their own lives while sharing what I'm learning along my own path to freedom. I'm glad you're here. Let's drop in. Hey, what's up, P2F listeners? Thank you for dropping into another episode. Today, my guest is Jeff Ono. Jeff is the co-founder and managing partner of Paul's Studios, which, in my opinion, is one of the most exciting new franchise concepts that I've been introduced to this year. Paul Studios started about six years ago in California, and they have a handful of corporate locations and are recently franchising their business. I love the category that Paul Studios is in. They operate in what I think of as the health and wellness category, which you know I think going forward is going to be one of the smartest markets to get into. Uh, as people get more and more proactive about taking care of themselves physically as well as mentally, and also as more technology and more science becomes available at lower costs to the mainstream. And that's really what Paul's mission is. They're focused on helping their clients recover their mind and their body, you know, in the crazy technological age that we live in, where we're constantly on the go. And even though technology is helpful in so many ways, it's not always uh, so productive from a physical and mental standpoint. So Paul's is all about encouraging their clients to take a brief pause out of their busy daily schedules to make sure that they're prioritizing their own well-being, offering services like cryotherapy, IV drip therapy infrared sauna, contrast therapy, cold plunge uh, combined with the sauna, something that I've been experimenting with a little bit myself and really enjoy. They offer float therapy. Uh, the list goes on of the services that their members can receive, uh, but all proactive things that are going to help people perform at a higher level, feel better day to day and really take care of themselves so that in every other aspect of their life, they can perform at a higher level. So again, a concept I'm really, really excited about, really enjoyed talking to Jeff and getting to know a little bit more about he and his partner, Jeff Klein, their background, their executives coming out of the fitness industry. So they have a lot of relevant experience that they've been able to translate into Paul's studio. So without further ado, let's go ahead and drop in with Jeff Ono to learn more about Paul's studios. What's up, Path to Freedom listeners? Thanks for dropping into another episode. Today, I'm joined by Jeff Ono. Jeff is the co-founder of Paul's Studios, which is a new franchise concept that I'm personally very excited about for a number of reasons. So been really looking forward to having Jeff join me on the podcast to talk about Paul's. Um, so with that, Jeff, thanks for making the time to do this. I really appreciate it. And uh, why don't you give a little bit of an introduction to the audience and tell them a little bit about Paul's and, and a little bit about yourself and how you got into the business in the first place. Absolutely. Wes, it's great to see you. I've been really looking forward to jumping on this podcast with you. Um, you know, basically, we live in a crazy, crazy time. Yeah. You know, we our stress levels are higher than ever. Yeah. You know, um, lack of quality sleep has become a near epidemic. Mm -hmm. We're the hardest working economy in the world. 
We beat ourselves up in the gym constantly. Like we're, we're going, we live in a very unhealthy way, Yeah. you know, and that being said, it's kind of the nature of life right now. And, you know, what we've done at pause is we've built a one-stop shop for a wellness services that really solve for modern day living. Like we like to say that pause is the solution to modern day living. And basically the name itself, pause, that's exactly what we want to do. Yeah. It, I love the name. The branding's spot on. Yeah. It's, we understand that we can't necessarily stop, but you can pause. Yeah. You can take a little time out from the craziness of the day and let your mind and your body recover. Reset. And that's, that's what we're, that's what we're here for. That's I what love we it. do. I love it. it. Cause it is, I mean, it's, it's a, it's wild. You know, the, the world that we live in today, the technology, I mean, my wife and I were having this conversation the other night because we were both up at like 1230 in the morning, just catching up on computer stuff that, that we had, you know, the kids were finally, you know, down to bed, the phone wasn't ringing, the emails weren't going off. And it's like, unless you're up at, you know, five or, you know, staying up late, to get some of that actual quiet focus time other than that throughout the day for most people it's just go 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 and you've got you know social media email i mean so many different ways that people are communicating and there's a lot of benefits that come with that but it also takes a toll right it it takes a toll on your mental uh health but also your physical health absolutely absolutely and it's this is not a this is not a big city problem no. Or a problem, you know, in the United States, this is everywhere, like, you know, in every city across the country, yep. in every city across the world, you know. Um, so like now, like at pause, we also like to say now it's time, like mm. it's time to pause. Um, you know, my business partner, John Klein and I, we were in uh, veterans of the health and fitness industry. Mm -hmm. So um, I was in the health and fitness industry for over 12 years. I headed the marketing and sales for a brand called the Sports Club Company which was the sports club LA. And we had seven locations in five yep. major, I'm sorry, excuse me, 10 locations in seven major markets. Okay. Um, and then I jumped on board with Equinox and, mm -hmm. you know, Equinox was really the leader in building an experiential um, design around, you know, health and fitness. And they were always yeah. And so I spent time with them opening a bunch of locations here, specifically on the West coast from a sales and marketing perspective. While I was at Equinox, I, I office next door to John Klein, who was the senior vice president of real estate for Equinox. So he basically did site location and did the deals for virtually every Equinox in the country, as well as SoulCycle. Yeah. So we liked each other. You know, we thought, hey, there's an opportunity at some point uh, if we were to do a business, it'd be great to do a business together because, again, we liked each other. And also our skill sets are very complementary. Which is very important and a partnership. Absolutely. Absolutely. Real estate, build out, design. I've got sales, marketing, ops. So you put those, you put that together, you've got a formidable team. That's um, right. And, you know, what John and I both saw was we started to see consumer interest shift. You know, people were no longer just beating themselves up in the gym. Look at yoga, mm -hmm. Pilates, meditation. Yeah. Like there were all these different let's call them recovery um, bucketed modalities that were starting to really gain a lot of momentum. Yeah. And, you know, we thought, wow, there's, a, there's an opportunity here. Um, if I can dive in a little bit on the personal side. Please. Um, you know, John had come to me and said, you've got to try some of these modalities. He had, you know, been in Vancouver and seen some of these modalities. And he was like, Jeff, you've got to try a couple of these. And I was at a time, Wes, in my life where I was just burnt out. Mm -hmm. I had quit a very good corporate job. Can't really articulate the reason why. I just, just decided, you know what, I'm done. Like yeah. I wanted something else. Um, <clears throat> life was, you know, I didn't know it really at the time, but like food didn't taste as good. You know, good experiences, you know, weren't as fun as they used to be. And I can't really describe what was happening, but what was happening was I was burned out. Yeah. You almost kind of just walking around in a fog every day. hundred um, percent. My wife and I were trying to get pregnant. 
it was not, you know, we weren't having an easy time with that. It was just a really crazy, stressful time. So I went into a place and did a float session, mm. a sensory deprivation tank. And yeah. you know, I had heard this over the years and always thought, please, you know, people said, this is the holy grail of, you know, stress reduction. I was like, give me a break. Give me a break. It sounds um, a little kind of woo woo when you, when you first hear about it. And even when you see one of these float tank contraptions it's it's yeah it's a little out there i guess until you you try it i've tried it and uh i'll vouch for it yeah so i went and was like what the heck i'm just gonna go spend a little bit of money and try this floating thing and you know why not so i went to a place that was really disgusting <laughs> i actually went and the employee there said jump in the float take your clothes off jump in the float tank and I'm going to leave for the night. So just, what? you know, when, yeah, when you're done, it's <laughs> like, you know, let yourself out and lock the door. And Jeez. I was like, what? This is like 11 o'clock at night, maybe. I was like, you want me to mop up or something after? And no, I'm kidding. I didn't ask that. But it was is there like a cleaning cycle I need to hit on this thing, though? Something. No idea. <clears throat> That's but, funny. you know, even given that, I, you know, I, I got in the water and I laid back in the 1200 pounds of Epsom salt. And I shut off the lights, I shut off the sound. And it was transformative. Mm. You know, 60 minutes later, I got out of that session. And I felt different. Yeah. And um, the easiest way for me to explain it was that I felt I felt younger. Mm. And, you know, I realized at that moment, like, practically everybody I know in life should be doing this service. It made me feel so amazing. And I started floating habitually and it really had a dramatic impact on my life and how I was feeling. Um, and there was nowhere to do it in a way in which my wife, for example, would go and do it. Right. And so yeah. Part of, yeah. Part of this was let's design a studio. Let's take our experience at Equinox. Let's take our experience at Soul Cycle and Sports Club. And let's design an experience that takes the the fear and the trepidation out of people um, in terms of them trying these modalities. So yep. we searched far, you know, far and wide and we found the best science-backed modalities that complement each other and we brought them all under one roof. Um, and we wanted to be better. We wanted to be better people, better partners, better husbands, better fathers, uh, better coworkers and you know, we feel that when you give your body and mind time to slow down and recover and do what it can do, which is heal you, you increase your odds Absolutely. of being a better person. Absolutely. I've seen it, you know, myself as I've gotten a little bit older, had kids and, and all of that. I've really kind of realized that, you know, look, I need to prioritize, you know, my health right? Mental, physical, because exactly what you said, if I do take the time to do that, I'm a better dad, I'm a better husband, I'm a better business partner, all of these things. I'm just probably a hell of a lot easier to be around, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, so I, I I believe in all of this. I mean, I was telling you before we started recording, I, I love the concept because I mean, out of all the, the services or modalities you provide, I've, I've probably at least tried, you know, four or five of them and to have it all under one roof and, and have easy access to that. It's, it's a game changer, especially if you do incorporate it as just part of your weekly routine, yep. right? Where it, it becomes habitual because that's where you're going to get the real benefit out of the majority of the services that, you offer it pause, right? Some of it, if you go, you know, do it once or twice, you'll probably feel better afterwards for a while, right? But where you really get the benefit, the long-term benefit is just by making it a part of your your daily and weekly routine. Um, so with that, kind of give us a, a rundown. We're going to dive deeper into this as we keep talking, but kind of give us a rundown. So you, do, you guys do the float tanks, uh, the sensory deprivation. What are some of the other services that that are offered at Paul's? Sure. So in addition to flotation therapy, we have contrast therapy, which mm -hmm. is immensely popular. 
popular right now. And that's the marriage of infrared sauna and ice baths. So yep. as far as I know, we're the only place out there that has private contrast therapy rooms. So you can basically toggle back and forth. You know, it could be you, it could be you and your wife, it could be you and a couple of friends. Basically you get that room and you're able to bring people into that room with you. And you'd go from extreme heat to extreme cold and you're yep. able to go back and forth. Um, we have infrared sauna only, we yep. have cryotherapy, we have LED light therapy, we do IV drip therapy, uh, vitamin shot, uh, compression therapy, uh, as well as, you know, social events and retail products, et cetera. And we're always looking to add more. Sure. We have a, a doctor of naturopathic medicine on staff and he helps us vet new modalities and they have okay. to live within our ethos and they have to be able to be bundled with our other services to amplify benefits. Makes sense. Um, like you just touched on, the benefits of these services are cumulative. Mm -hmm. Or you do these services, the better you feel. And quite frankly, we've seen our clientele um, kind of transition the thought of these services being a luxury to being more of a necessity. Yeah. Like people use pause services now as being proactive about their health. Yes. Um, we see people three, four times a week. I, I have no problem believing that once they, once they try it, once they start feeling the benefits of it, so I, I do, I think I was telling you this before we started recording, I've started doing ice baths consistently for six months, at least, you know, before that I would, uh, you know, do like a cold shower in the morning or something like that. And, and that was good, but it's not the same. Uh, so I actually bought a, it's called ice barrel. It's not super expensive, but it's just easy to set up at the house. And literally you dump ice into it. It's not something that stays plugged in and regulates the temperature. So that's kind of a pain, but if I don't do that three or four times a week, like I'm, I feel like off, you know, yep. I've just, I've gotten to the point where, and, and I would love to do it every single day. It's just not practical with having to <laughs> buy so much ice. Um, yep. That's, that's problematic, but I, I completely see where people would, for lack of a better way of putting it, get hooked on these services because they do feel so much better because of it. So one thing I'm curious of, you know, do you guys see that most of your clients come in initially because they're interested in maybe one particular service and then through that, maybe they try some of the other services and the interest builds from there? Or do you see that people are coming and, and wanting to kind of try everything that, that you have to offer? Sure. We see a lot of people that want to come in and try all the services. We call okay. that the hero's journey. Like you come in and you want to do the hero's journey and touch everything. We love yeah. those people, of course. But I would say most of our clientele comes in hyper-focused on one modality. Okay. And when they come in to pause and they see the other services and we built some protocols as to why somebody is coming into pause what is it are they what are they looking to get out of their experience at pause and then we're able to actually educate them as to what other services would help them get further you know in their quest for the solution to the problem that they're coming in for sure so typically somebody would come in for one service and then be naturally curious about the other services and you pair that with our recommendation mm -hmm. and we see a real a whole lot of cross utilization you know, we definitely see people latch on to one, their favorite service. Yeah. But they periodically add many services, you know, to that an IV drip, a cryo session, LED light bed session. So, um, and that's one of the benefits to pause is just, ha again, having it all under one roof. So it's, you know, oh, it's, it's huge. I mean, uh, the one-stop shop is is huge in my opinion i've done the iv drips but that's you know where i live that's there's a couple places that that's all they do right there's right. a couple places that all they do is cryotherapy so i've done that a few times there's a float yeah. tank spa i think it's a franchise actually but that's all they do right so for me to do everything that you you guys offer at Paul's, I'd literally have to go to seven or eight different places. Um, and I think some of some of what you offer, at least where I live, there's not even an option to to go yeah. and get, you know, some of this. So um, 
yeah, I love the contrast therapy because that's something that that I know is very beneficial. Um, so what is what is kind of the uh, I guess from the consumer standpoint, I want to you know make sure we talk about the business opportunity and you know what does this look like from a franchise owner's perspective, but from a consumer perspective, is this is this kind of set up to be like a membership model where someone can you know have a a monthly membership and that gets them access to a certain number of visits or I'm sure there's different options, but kind of walk us through what that looks like. Sure. So with our corporate owned locations, we've actually only done single sessions and packages. Okay. We've always we've always you know again John and I come from health and fitness, so we know. We know the power of reoccurring membership and yeah. reoccurring dues. Um, we've always had a membership concepted. We just quite frankly haven't really had the need to launch it because our corporate studios have been so successful in terms of overall utilization. Mm. But we now are going to deploy our membership January 1 um, right. within corporate-owned studios. And yes, so our memberships will be designed to give people the ability to come in for services multiple times during a month and have a very advantageous rate to add other services along yeah. their journey. Yeah. So um, very excited now to launch that membership. Yeah, um, that that makes a lot of sense. But I could also see why you wanted to, you know, take your time to roll that out. And And to me, you know, if I'm looking at this as a business opportunity, and I hear that your corporate locations have really not needed, you know, the membership model because there's so much demand. That's, that's a testament in itself. Yep. Yep. So, you know, at the end of the day, we'll have a membership option and we'll continue to have a la carte package options because at the end of the consumer wants options. Yeah, so absolutely. We'll provide, them both, we'll provide them both. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense to me. So, so you and John started the business. When, when did you guys open your first studio? We opened our first studio towards the end of 2016. Okay. Um, we opened our studio here in Venice. And, um, you know, it was it was profitable, you know, from a four-wall perspective, month one. We made money, you know, wow. month one. In a, and back then, this stuff was really not, not known. Um, not nearly like it is today. No, no. And, you know, we took a lot of... I have a lot of bumps and bruises, you know, from the first couple of years of operating that business because I actually ran the business myself. Okay. You know, we always uh, were going to scale the business. So we opened, mm -hmm. we planned on opening, opening it quite a bit earlier, but, you know, a little something called COVID happened, um, which kind of made us pause for a moment. Um, I want to get back to that, but we opened our third studio uh, just a couple of months ago and we have a couple of more corporate you know, locations slated to open, but our focus is really, you know, we're laser focused on franchise right now. Um, but I want to touch on COVID real quickly is, you know, when COVID first hit, we saw our numbers drop a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, we had to close for a brief period of time until we were able to be classified as an essential service because of our medical services. Ah, okay. Interesting. So we basically closed for just a couple of weeks. Wow. And and all we were, of your locations are in California currently, right? Right. Which and seemed to be one of the states that was a little more strict on the lockdowns than than some states were. So that's that's reassuring to hear that it was only a couple of weeks. Right. And yeah, California is tough. Yeah. I mean, as most yeah. people are aware, California is a tough <laughs> state to do business in. It um, is. And when we were able to stay open, we saw our utilization just go through the roof. Like we saw our numbers really take off during COVID. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say we're for the most part out of COVID and our numbers yeah. are continuing to grow. And I think what happened during that period of time is we hit that tipping point. The public here hit that tipping point where they realized that they've got to start treating root causes versus the symptoms. And, you know, again, our services have many different benefits. Yeah, but they all kind of, um, kind of the core tenant of all of them is to be, you know, being healthy. You know, optimizing the way that you're able to, you know, operate in your daily life. So we hit that point where people realized, gosh, if I'm going to go anywhere and spend some money, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to pause and try to go there two to three times a week. Um, 
So yeah, I hate it, say it, but COVID helped us. Yeah, I, I really do think that that's a, an unexpected benefit that came from the pandemic is so many people are now really focused on anything they can do to proactively take better care of themselves. And I think one of the reasons I've really kind of latched on to the, the cold therapy is it's really good for your immune system. It really boosts and strengthens your immune system. And we have two kids under two, right? So they're in, you know, preschool and all that. So, so all types of germs are coming back. Right. I, I haven't been sick in like a year, like, yep. and since I've been regularly doing this, and I'm not saying that's the only reason, but um, you know, my wife's come down with, with stuff a few times that the kids have brought home and I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's immunity is huge. And, yeah. you know, think about it this way, Wes, you can come in and do a cold plunge, which is great for immunity. You can jump into an infrared sauna, which elevates your core body temperature, which basically fools your body into thinking that you have a fever. As a result, your body produces more white blood cells. Then you could jump in, uh, you know, after that session, you could jump in and get our defense IV vitamin drip, mm. which is packed full of hydration, vitamin C, zinc, magnesium. I mean, come on, like, you know, you know, yeah. uh, and, and look, the way, the way I look at it is, is, you know, we, we're in an, you know, as we've already talked about, right. A crazy world. Right. But at the same time, we're in a we're in an amazing world with just all the technology, all the understanding that we have about how the body works and how we can be more proactive about taking care of ourselves. So why not? Right. I mean, I can't think of a better thing to invest in than, you know, taking care of yourself. And, you know, if this stuff's out there, uh, why not take advantage of it? You know, right. I mean, there's a cost that comes with it, but, you know. There's a lot of things that most people spend money on that's not going to have near the the positive impact on your life that, you know, these types of services will. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's really interesting. So did you guys, I'm curious, when, when you and John, you know, were planning to open your first location, you know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you were always kind of thinking, how are we going to scale this? Did you know at that point in time that that franchising was likely going to be the direction that you wanted to go in to scale it? Because we talked before, you know, neither of you guys have a franchise background. You've got a lot of great experience in, you know, fitness and and kind of health and wellness businesses, but those were all, you know, really corporate type type companies. So at what point did you decide that franchising was the route you wanted to go? Good question. So when we initially launched the business, we weren't thinking franchise. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, as the years progressed, you know, franchise started becoming a real um, an option for us. So we started to really think about it. And the reasoning really is uh, speed. Yeah. The ability, like the people need these services now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with a corporate scale, it takes a very, very long time. Whereas, with a very strategic, thoughtful expansion plan via franchise, you can out, get out there and affect more lives uh, more quickly. Um, my wife and I, we also are uh, franchisees uh, for a fashion brand. So- Oh, very um, cool. I was familiar with franchises um, and kind of that process, yeah. but it wasn't until a couple of years in where we really thought, let's, let's get this brand out there. I mean, people, people need this. Yeah. No, that's to me, that makes tons of sense, right? It's such a faster pathway to growing, right? Franchising versus all corporate locations. And, you know, this is a, a fairly capital intensive, um, you know, business, right? The equipment's not cheap. And uh, we'll drop a link to to your website in the show notes so people can go and check it out. And I would encourage people go check out the website because these studios are beautiful. I mean, this is not, what I would consider like a clinical look and feel, because like you said earlier, you wanted to make it less intimidating for people to come and try these services. This looks like a high end spa, the the way you guys have designed your studios. So, you know, obviously there's cost uh, that comes with all of that. Uh, so franchising is going to be a much quicker way for, for you guys to scale. So give us a little perspective, you know, where you guys are at since you've started franchising, 
and kind of what's on the horizon for, you know, the next six to 12 months based on what you're seeing so far? Sure. So we are, you know, um, I think as we talked about prior to recording, I mean, we're brand new with this. So we actually have our very first discovery day coming up in a couple of weeks. It's awesome. Um, and we've got, you know, a really good number of people that have already booked their, uh, their reservations for our discovery day. So mm-hmm. be confident um, that we're going to start selling our first uh, licenses in the next couple of weeks. And then, you know, we anticipate every, every month, basically um, demand growing and need growing. I think a lot of people, uh, once they start seeing us moving, some of these franchises are going to jump in. Um, I one agree. thing, one thing I want to address is, you know, we've talked a couple of times about the fact that John and I don't have franchise experience. Um, we're not geniuses, but we're smart enough to know that we don't have franchise experience. So there's a couple of things that we've done. Um, one of the biggest is we have partnered with Repa. Mm-hmm. So we partner with a franchise sales organization to really um, help us launch this business and guide us and provide the guide rails necessary so we do this successfully. Yep. Um, it's like our corporate team has increased tenfold with yeah. the addition of Repum um, because we've also retained them for all of their services, which include you know, the sales process, the mm-hmm. build process, the scaling process. Um, so that is one move that we've made. The other is... You know, we've raised about a little under, you know, $5 million over the last two years. Wow. A lot of that has been earmarked for franchise and franchise infrastructure. Great. Um, We've already hired and brought on board uh, our director of ops, who's going to really help lead us on the franchise, you know, kind of growth plan and ops plan. She uh, has eight years of experience with Orange Theory in Canada. Oh, wow. Uh, she worked with a very successful franchise brand here in the States. Okay. So she has been activated with us for, boy, three or four months at this point. And we already have our strategic plan of key hires for franchise over the next two years. And at the end of the day, I mean, we're, we are going to treat franchises as if they're corporate-owned units. You know, the higher AUV that a franchisee has, the better it is for everybody involved. That's right. So, you know, we're building out uh, marketing infrastructure, ops infrastructure, um, you know, technology infrastructure so that our franchisees will be very heavily supported from day one. Yeah, I I like that you brought that up. It's something I was going to point out as well. And I have this conversation with candidates that I work with all the time, right? Which is, look, you're going to see emerging franchise brands out there, right? Don't necessarily let that scare you away, right? Because naturally, a lot of people are going to look at, you know, a new franchise concept. There's not as much of a track record. There's not as much data, you know, that they can look at in terms of franchisee performance. So so a lot of people are just instinctively going to think, well, that carries a higher risk than investing in a more mature franchise system where you do have a track record and and data to look at. And in some cases, that's true, right? But everything you just said is incredibly important to understand. Not only do you and John have backgrounds that are going to translate very, very well to franchising this business, you did go out and partner with some really smart people that do have a lot of franchise experience as a franchise consultant. That's the first thing I look at when I get introduced to an emerging brand is who are the founders? What are their backgrounds? And if they don't have a background in franchising, did they partner in some capacity with someone that does have franchise experience and a good track record and Repum group is, you know, one of the best groups out there when it comes to franchise development and, you know, they I like Repum Group a lot because they they have a more comprehensive offering than many just franchise sales organizations do. Right. They're not just there to help you guys sell more franchises. They're there to help you get them open and and get them set out on the right foot so that they're going to be successful. I also really like the fact that, I mean, you guys have been in business for six plus years at this point. 
multiple corporate locations. So that's really good proof of concept. I see a lot of emerging brands where, you know, the the original pilot location has been open for 12 months and and now they're off to the races to go franchising. You know, that can be okay, but I like seeing a little more uh, experience there at the, the corporate locations for you guys. So all of that to say, you know, that the fact that you guys are, are just starting to franchise your business shouldn't, you know, scare someone away from looking at the opportunity uh, by any means, because it's a really unique opportunity. Territory availability is wide open. You know, that's a big factor with with a lot of brands. You mentioned Orange Theory earlier, like good luck, you know, finding available territory for Orange Theory these days. So a lot of yep. lot of benefits that come with getting in early with a good emerging brand, especially if the foundation's there. And it sounds sure. like you guys have done a very good job laying the foundation. Yeah. And we, you know, we were methodical in how we decided to grow this business. You know, we realized that we were in this new industry, this, this new recovery industry. And mm-hmm. you know, before we were going to scale like this, we needed to be 100% confident that we had everything figured out, that we had solved the puzzle. Yeah. And, um, you know, now with all these years under our experience and three up and running successful corporate locations, we have solved the puzzle. And that's, yeah. you know, that, that again is why we're doing this. Um, I will say though, that there are territories right now that have multiple people looking at the same territory. I'm not going to say it. I bet I could, I bet I could guess at least two of the markets that, that you have that going on in right now. Yeah. I'm sure you could guess them, but it's already, you know, it's, it's right now in a couple of markets, it's going to be a race to basically who can reserve, you know, those territories first. So, um, you know, people that are passionate about wellness, people that I feel really understand um, metrics and financials when they take a deeper look at our business are going to realize this is an incredible opportunity. Yeah. Um, for those listening, we're we're recording this, what is it, September? It's late September 2022. I can almost guarantee you a year from now, this is going to be a very different look for Paul's. In terms of number of franchise locations open in development, uh, you know, I think this has got all the key ingredients for a brand that's going to grow really, really fast. Yeah, yeah, I really do. So I know it's early, you know, for you guys in in the franchising game. You've got your first kind of set of prospective franchisees coming out for Discovery Day next month. Um, so, you know, this this may be a somewhat difficult question to answer because with a lot of new franchise brands, it does take them a little while to figure out, you know, who their ideal franchise owner is. But, you know, based on where you guys are at, what you've seen so far, you know, what types of people are showing interest in Paul's and, and what types of franchise owners are you guys really looking for? Is it people that come from the health and wellness or, or are, you know, health and wellness enthusiasts? Is it more business investor types or are you seeing a combination? Yeah, all of the above. So, yeah. you know, of the leads that have come in thus far, you know, right now we're seeing a lot of organic leads, people mm, that yeah. are either have been watching us as a brand or people that have experienced us, experienced pause, but might live elsewhere. Yeah. Um, the broker lead traffic is certainly growing, you know, mm-hmm. every day, but, you know, I guess primarily what we're seeing is we're seeing health and wellness enthusiasts. And then we're also seeing more experienced franchise owners that might have, um, you know, other kind of fitness or let me call it synergistic, yeah. you know, franchise brands that are already kind of owning and operating it. You know, when I you can think see about that. Pause, yeah. Like what it can be bolted onto from a synergistic perspective. It's, it's kind of a no brainer. Um, so, you know, we're seeing a lot of experienced franchise owners. We're seeing a lot of the, you know, the corporate refugees that have, you know, really great experience and resumes and want to try something themselves and um, create their own, create their own freedom, you know, basically. Um, 
So we're seeing all across the board right now in terms of our ideal candidate, um, you know, we love the experienced franchisee. Uh, sure. We also love, you know, first time franchisees if they're truly passionate about what PAWS brings to them and their community. If they show that they've got the experience and background, um, it's it's early to tell, but I think I think it could work for I think it I know it will work for both for both groups. Um, yeah, I think you're right, hundred percent. You know, I I could see this brand being one that that has a lot of potential for just organic growth. Um, you know, certain brands like Paul's do, in my opinion, lend themselves to, you know, Hey, someone's traveling out to California for work. They pop in, they have a great experience. They head back to wherever. And they're like, Holy shit. We need that. We need that here. Like there's some brands that are just really poised to, to grow that way, which is good. Um, because there's already that kind of buy-in or that connection, you know, with the person once they've tried it and had a really good experience could definitely see, you know, experienced franchisees and complimentary businesses being attracted to this, that, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, those, those experienced savvy franchisees, they're not going to be as concerned with, oh, this brand hasn't been around for 10 years. Uh, they know what to look for. In, in a good franchise. And as I've already said, you know, I think you guys have done a phenomenal job laying the groundwork to, to really build this thing the right way. So yeah, I, I could see it working for a wide variety of franchisees. And, and I think I asked you before we started recording, you know, is it mostly people looking at multi-units or singles? And you said there's kind of a combination of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, you know, I, you know, I would imagine we're going to do multi-unit deals. We'll do single deals initially and we'll, you know, through experience after a couple of months, we'll start to see kind of who's rising to the top in terms of, um, you know, deals. Yeah. So, so let's, let's kind of take a minute to look at this through a, a perspective franchise owner's eyes. Um, talk to us a little bit about the business model you know, so like one thing I, I would imagine people are wondering is, you know, if I own a Paul studio, what's what is my role as the owner? How am I going to be spending the majority of my time? And I'll preface that by saying, you know, it's it could be different, you know, depending on the franchise owner. It's probably different if you own one location versus three locations. Right. But generally speaking, how's the franchise owner going to spend the majority of their time? I would say that our franchise owner would be part-time. I wouldn't say semi-absentee. I don't think that really exists in this model. It's um, a it's a loaded, a loaded term, that's for sure. For sure. For sure. And you know, I think part-time involvement, and that would imply they've bought that, you know, they've got a great manager to run the studio, to yep. run the off side of the business. But certainly we want people that want to be involved. Um, again, this speaks to the passion piece yeah. and that's, you know, that's what we want. So they would be overseeing the business, overseeing management. We would definitely be, um, talking to them, communicating with them and coaching them upon our KPIs, you know, mm -hmm. monthly dashboards of all the metrics that we expect to see. Um, they'd be the ambassador of the brand. So the one out in the community, um, you know, shaking hands, you know, driving people via word of mouth into the studio. Mm -hmm. um, but really, again, it's, we want a business owner in there. We want a business owner that's proud about being a part of pause, proud about helping their community and willing to roll up their sleeves and get in there. You know, I often hear that term, you know, do what you love and you will not have worked a day in your life. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I subscribe to that completely. Um, do what you love and it's still going to be hard work, but, you but it's going to be a lot easier. It's going to be a lot easier to get through the tough days when you're doing something you love versus something that you're miserable doing. A thousand percent do what you love and you'll work harder at it. Ooh, and I like that. And there is beauty in that. And that's yeah. certainly what I live right now is I love what I'm doing. So I work harder than ever before, but I love it less. I that's love right. It. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to 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 kind of frame that. And, you know, one thing I'm curious about, because because it makes perfect sense the way you kind of described uh, the role of the owner. Um, is there 
like as the franchise owner, as they're kind of the face of the business and the community, as they're the ambassador, are there strategic relationships that they could be looking to develop? Because, you know, as we've talked about, so many of these modalities are, you know, not only recovery, but also proactive, uh, you know, ways that someone. So is there, you know, from a medical angle, are there uh, strategic partnerships that could be formed with a physical therapist or orthopedic surgeons or just anyone that that could actually refer people to a pause as part of maybe a treatment plan that they're putting together for them. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So physical therapists for recovery. Yeah. Um mental therapists yeah. for mind yeah. recovery. We have um athletic trainers. Because people have a pause for physical recovery. Sure. High school athletes. There are so many, let's call them feeders mm-hmm. uh, for pause. And that's really how our marketing, that's what our marketing strategy is based upon. We spend very little on you know paid marketing. It's all about getting the right people in to experience the pause services and then let them go out and refer people within their network to pause. And they um, will, they will, they absolutely will. they'll um, have a great experience. They'll start realizing the benefits and they're going to tell everyone they know about it. And and for the listeners, that's something that the, the reason I asked about that, because I, I figured that there was quite a bit of opportunity for that. And I love that in a business, right? Where long-term, especially, you're not going to have to rely on, you know, huge marketing and advertising strategies. And I'm sure there's always a place for for some of that in this day and age with a business like this. But any business where, you know, you can develop these relationships, I like how you said it, that are kind of feeders to the business, right? I mean, that's that's a great business because um, you just, you're not having to invest so heavily in, in paid marketing and advertising, which is, there's just so much noise out there when it comes to that. Um, right. and, and I think- you know, I, I tell this to people all the time I'm working with as a business owner, regardless of what the business is, one of the best uses of your time is going to be getting out there in the community, talking to the right types of people and developing those types of synergistic partnerships. So uh, makes a lot of sense, you know, that, that that's a big component of this business as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, from a facility standpoint, um, how big of a location are you recommending that that franchisees find? Is this, you know, a couple thousand square feet? Is it bigger than that? What's the ideal kind of footprint for a location? You know, it's going to be you know twenty eight hundred to thirty two hundred okay. square feet. Um, those are probably aren't the exact metrics. I don't remember them at the top of my head, but somewhere in that range, twenty eight to thirty two hundred is perfect for us and. You know, we spent a lot of time, um, you know, developing the optimal footprint, mm-hmm. service room count, design. We have a fully flushed out design intent packages so that, you know, for your um, subscribers, when they see, you know, our studios on our website, we've, des- you know, we've built a program to, to build that easily um, and as cost efficiently, you know, as we can. So. Yeah. Uh, we've got it really dialed in, and um, and Which again, is, that's one of the major. Go ahead, Wes. I would say that's that's huge with with a, a business like this, where it's obviously you know a destination for the clients. Having that be so turnkey is is huge, you know, in the eyes of a, a incoming franchisee. Yeah, the incoming franchisee needs to really understand that we've got our design intent package, so we can replicate what we've got. On our website, we have partnered with Buildem. So, should the franchisee opt to use Buildem, which hopefully everybody does, they're gonna they're gonna be experts at building and making our design intent package come to life. Yep, it's we've made it as turnkey as possible. Yeah, um, I love that. Quick, yeah, one quick nod to the space is, you know, Pause has many different differentiators, and the look, the feel, the design of the space is definitely one of them. When somebody walks into pause, we can take their breath away. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's so serene. It's so warm and welcoming and elevated. It really, there's no, 
there's nobody in my opinion that's doing it the way that we're doing it and um you know yes it's a relatively you know the build out is a little cost intensive but when you look at our AUVs and our margins it clearly makes up for that yes you know pause looks beautiful but it's very much a labor light model um and again, we're just able to drive incredible AUV and then incredible profits on top of that. So from what from what I've seen, the the unit economics are phenomenal. And and I mean, you're you're right. The look and feel of the studios is is exceptional. I mean, it, to me, it reminds me of being at a, a high end resort somewhere that's got, you know, a really nice spa that someone could go and visit. It's got that kind of look and feel. Um, And you, you know, so you just. One no, go ahead. is one of the things that we pride ourselves on is being accessible. So we've made mm. this experience accessible via the business model um, and via our pricing strategy. So one might look at pause and be like, whoa, there's no, you, you're probably hundreds of dollars a session. And we're not, I mean, you could come into pause for, you know, under $40 for a session. Really? And a lot of clients that come in to our corporate locations are surprised by that. Yeah. Um, but we are very passionate about being able to be accessible. Otherwise, we're just, uh, you know, a high-end, a snooty high-end brand. And that's not, that's not what we stand for. It's not what we want to be. And again, it's because of the labor light model and the way the model is built that allows us to do that. I'm glad you pointed that out, um, that it's that it's that accessible, um, which I agree is is important. And I know that's a big part of, you know, you and John's mission when you set out, you know, to build this business in the first place. So um, and and speaking of labor light, too, that's another thing I wanted you to have us kind of walk us through. Uh, what type of staff does the franchisee need? Is there anyone that that has to have any sort of uh you know, medical licensing or, or certain credentialing on staff? What is What does that kind of look like? Sure. So, you know, our core services, which is all of our services minus the IV vitamin drug. Okay. So that really, we have two front desk associates on at a time and a manager. Okay. During a ramping period, it might just be one front desk associate and a manager. And when you think about those services, there's really no cost of goods. You know, we're not paying a therapist. We're not paying an instructor. We're paying in, an incredible, friendly, warm, passionate, authentic individual to greet, welcome, introduce the services, walk one back to their room, close the door, leave. Yeah. So when you think about it from that perspective, our, I mean, that defines a labor light model. You know, we're not having a, a service fee to a therapist. Um, for our, vitamin, uh, our IV vitamin drips, we do need a registered nurse to administer that. Makes sense. And, uh, you know, we have to have, you know, basically the corporate practice of medicine applies. So we have to have that piece of the business uh, has to have a medical advisor or medical supervisor okay. that kind of sits on top of that business um, that makes us able to offer those IV drugs. Would that medical supervisor, is that kind of per franchisee or is that something that you can have in place at the, the corporate level and, and it kind of blanket covers the franchisees or is that individ per location? That would be individual per location. And similar to the build out, our medical director here in California um, is licensed in, I believe, 48 of the 50 states. Oh, wow. Okay. So we've, uh, again, made this turnkey. So uh, we can refer our franchisees to our medical director, who's clearly doing this already with us. Yeah. And we've already got it basically all templatized. So we're trying to, you know, take any complications or difficulties out of this process. That's huge. And I'm glad, glad you mentioned that, because I know that's something that can seem intimidating to someone looking at at a business like this. Oh, I need nurses. I need a medical director. How am I going to find these people? So the fact that you guys have an option and a template and and a playbook for how to check that box is huge. Um, so for the listeners, that's not you know a, a barrier to entry for this. That that 
Jeff and John haven't already figured out a solution for. Um, but it could be a barrier to entry to, to competitors coming in. Right. So um, I like that a lot. What else, what else you want to make sure that, that the listeners know, I think we've covered a lot of what, you know, I was curious about and, and wanted to learn a little bit more about, but what, uh, what are some other things that you want to make sure we touch on? Yeah, I think we've covered most about everything. I mean, the business is more relevant now than ever. It's a labor light model. It's got a very engaging brand. It's, yeah. um, it's something that's easy for people to understand and kind of wrap their arms around. Um, I, I would just want to add that, you know, when you're in the business of making people feel better, you know, that in turn makes you, and I don't want, I don't want the eye roll here, but it truly does make you feel better. Like it does. We, we are in the business of helping people. So pause is a brand that you can be proud of. And yeah. That's very, very important. It um, is. It's I, I just with the two business, the two franchises, my wife and I own, right? Like one of them, we literally, we do insulation. Like it's a needed thing, but no one's excited about it. Like, yeah, we can help their house be more energy efficient, but you know, there's not, whereas the other business, you know, it's, it's a much more, it's a want, it's not a need. Our clients get excited when we come in and install the finished product. And there's just a different feeling in that business. And it's a fun business to talk about, right? You know, when people ask us what we do, like we usually lead <laughs> with that business and, and the installation business is just kind of like a, yeah, we do, we got this going on too, but that's important to, to a lot of people, right? They, I can't tell you how many people I take through my process to identify franchise companies to recommend to them. And that's one of the first things they tell me is, Wes, I want a business that I can be proud of and where I can genuinely see that I'm having a positive impact on the clients that that I serve. And so not all businesses have that in the same manner as others. And, and you know, Paul's is clearly, you know, a business where that's easy to see and, and just a fun business. I mean, it's it's helping people feel better, live better lives. This is having a positive impact on every aspect of someone's life. Absolutely. And, and, and us as the franchisor, you know, a franchisee becomes our client. They become our mm -hmm. family. Yeah. And so we have a, um, an obligation, you know, to make us do everything possible, you know, to make them successful. And we are definitely committed to that. Yeah. I love it. Well said. Where can people go to connect with you or John? Where can they go to learn more about Paul's if they're interested in possibly becoming a client? Where can they see, you know, where locations are going to be opening up? If they're interested in learning more about it as a franchise opportunity, where can they go? Sure. So, you know, uh, pausestudio.com. Okay. That's the website that's got just about everything on there. Um, our franchise form is there. There's also just a contact form on that website, which I still see all of those inquiries that come through. So if somebody wants to reach out uh, to John or I, okay. you can fill out that form to reach out to us. Um, our uh, Instagram page, you know, our handle is uh, underscore pause.studio underscore. That's always fun for people to look at and see the types of people that come through our doors, although that doesn't define who our customer is. Sure. It really shows the, let's just call it the easy marketability of the brand. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, we'd love to talk to anybody and everybody that has questions. Awesome. We'll post links to all of that in the show notes to make it easy for people to find. But again, those listening, go check out the website, go check out their Instagram page because I, I think this is one that, you know, hearing all of this obviously is is great, but seeing it is is going to bring the whole picture together in terms of what this business is all about. So go check it out so you can really visualize what uh, Jeff's been kind of walking us through today. So, um, Jeff, man, really appreciate you making time to be here on the podcast. I love what you guys are building wish you nothing but success and you're off to an amazing start already. So I'm excited to watch this brand grow. 
I'll be sending great people your way when I have the opportunity. So uh, keep up the good work. And again, really appreciate you making time to drop in here on the Path to Freedom podcast. Likewise, I really appreciate uh, this opportunity, Wes. Hope Hope to see you again soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Jeff. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you'll know when a new episode is released. You can also check me out on my website at www.path2frdm.com. And if you want more information about franchising or just want to say hello, feel free to contact me at Wes at Path2FRDM.com. Thanks again. Now go drop in.